Hello and welcome to the Nazarene's Christian Podcast with myself, Joel Cleary, Daniel Allen and Simon Hutton. Daniel Allen is en route. He's on his way here. He's running a wee bit late. Didn't know what time the podcast was. Simon never texted him. So... <laughs> 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 it was half four last night, so you'll be here for five. <laughs> uh, what has been happening this week? Um, I was just sitting thinking that. My mind's went blank. No. Um, done a, well, there's been a couple of things. I went to, so obviously I was at church on Sunday. Um, it was a good good service at church on Sunday um, with, so it was a guy, David Montgomery, and he was just talking about... Um, what was he talking about again? It was that, it was that good. I can't even remember. Um, no, he was talking about being restored oh, and being restored. So it was a good message about that, which I think is quite relevant. I think sometimes we can we can go about without realizing how far off the track we're getting at mm. times, and that God's there. And it was like so. I think he went in and talked about the story of the prodigal son. No. And we came back and he let the 99, he left the 99 to come for the one. And I thought it was, it was, it was quite good just to, it just hit, it just hit a lot of points, you know. I mean, even though no. sometimes you can go off, go off the track and stuff like that, um, which we all do from time to time. Um, but if you're sincerely, if you're trying to come back with a sincere heart, then God's there for you. So I've we done that. And then let's say on, Monday it was, um, remember a couple of weeks ago we were talking about, it was Richard, the guy from yeah. the Good News for Everybody, which was the Gideons. Um, we went up to a church up at Curry, and we were, we just spent a bit of time with them, had a bit of fellowship. I think it was like an alpha course that they were doing and it was the last, the last week. Listen, I'm wheezing away here, man. <laughs> Cheers, Suki. That's the cat again. Um, yeah, so they went up to the alpha group there on the last week that they were doing, got sort of introduced to everybody that was there, um, quite a nice group of people. Um, and then, but we, when we were on the way up there, we went to the manse, which is like the church house for the Wester Hills Baptist Church. And um, they were needing a wall plastered. So I finally got round to that. Took us about two or three weeks longer than it should have to get <laughs> there. But um, so I'd done that. I had a good chat with, with Richard while we were there. Um, I really feel the, it's, it's actually, it's been amazing. I'm sitting thinking about there's, I don't know what to talk about, but it's just something like of encouragement. So I feel, so I'm, I don't know if I mentioned last week about the Lord's been speaking to me about idolizing things. And then especially it was money over the last, um, the past couple of weeks has been something that I've been trying to, trying to not idolize. Like, and it's hard when it's been something that you've spent constantly in pre, uh, prior to coming to Christ and, it was something that I worked nonstop. Like I think we worked out one year. I made like in my first year doing it, I made like 80 grand or something like that. And I've never had nothing for it. All, all I done was go away and like the money itself didn't bother me. I mean, I was happy just to go out and party and just waste the money on whatever it was. Um, but I went and just spent 8,000 pounds on drugs and drink and just wasting stuff. And I've, and I've been used to, living this lifestyle, this lifestyle where it's money's in one hand and it's out the other and no, no really having any value for it, but just always looking to have it in order to buy something else. So God's been basically speaking to me and saying, I need to get rid of these idols in my life, which we all need to do. Um, and it's just a matter of getting through them and getting to that point where they are becoming less and less of a, of a, of a deal insight in your life. But he was speaking to me about the money. And um, so over the past the past two weeks, I've 
I've not been I've not been spending money. I basically gave gave my girlfriend all the wages. Um, he's been speaking about paying my tithe, so I paid my tithe at the church and stuff like that. Even though you shouldn't really go on about stuff like that, but <laughs> it's all just part of the story. Um, so this job that I went and done for Richard, it was actually for the church, um, Wester Hills Baptist Church. I went and plastered the wall, but I was like, well, I'm not to do. I, I knew God said right away as soon as I went and seen the job, I'm not to charge money for it. Do you know what I mean? It's a uh, just sometimes he does that. I know that it's wrong to charge money if you need money for your family, you need money for certain things. But I knew for me at this this particular moment, he was saying, no, you're not to charge for it. And when I was at the, but I, but I thought to myself, do you know what? Um, he was talking about going to the, to the Baptist. They have a, they have a conference once a year. I don't know. Do you know what, can you remember what it was called again? Uh, no, I can't. <laughs> it's like a big, it's a big annual conference that they have and it's going to be at Wester Hills on the 13th of, um, of May this year and I know the tickets I think they're about I don't know I don't know exactly how much they are but I was like it'd be good if Kim we got a couple of tickets for that mm. and I was thinking about it um, and when we were there anyway, I was like no and I was like I'm not wanting money he's like of course Ken we, we want to pay you I want you to be able to kind of come back to anything different things right. and I was like no no he's like well what I'll do is I'll get you a ticket to go to to the to the conference and he was like can ask Joel um because he was with me last time when we were there as well, ask him if he's wanting to go and Ken, I'll get him a ticket as well. I was like, amazing, Ken. That's that. But when I was in the process of plastering the wall, um, God was speaking to me again about money because I'd been telling him that like, what God's been doing and telling me not to idolize things. I was like, how, how, how can I stop idolizing the money? How can I deal with this and have to work to make money but not put my trust, but not be like, but put my trust in God and... Mm. Do you know what I mean? Find the balance. So what he said to me was that, um, well, go and the next people that you're going, you're going to be witnessing to them, telling them that God's told you not to not to ask for money. If you want right. to give me something, give me something, but I'm not going to give you a price for plastering or doing whatever work they want me to do in their house. And um, so so that's what, he, that's what he talked to me. And then we were talking about how I was working in a, a pastor, John, who, um, who moved down from London. And I think he's been all over the place. I actually got quite a, quite a cool story. I'll probably maybe get him on the podcast at some point in the future. Who knows? But, um, he came, he was over in Ireland and I think he's been to London. And then from London, he came to here and I ended up plastering a wall for him at, at Musselburgh, maybe, maybe a couple of months ago. And when I was blathering, um, when I was blaring into Richard, so, so it turns out that that he was coming to fill in at Wester Hills Baptist Church for two weeks. And I mentioned this to Richard and he went, oh, he's actually like, um, I'm not sure it's exactly what it is, but he's taken over for six months, um, part-time, possibly full-time. I don't really know the ins and outs. But we were talking about him and I was like, aye, aye, really, really nice guy. I've been blaring it away from for a bit. And we ended up, so I left the house after after saying, right, Richard, I'll catch up with you in a bit. Maybe see you on Sunday um, if I'm coming up to this church at Curry. But I left the house and saying, Dad, it's funny that that like how all these different ministers and different people are. It's like they, they all know each other. It's just such mm -hmm. a small world. But then the second I left the house, I went to look on my phone to phone Joel, um, one of my only pals that I've got. So it's really only him <laughs> that I'm phoning when I'm on the phone. But um, his missus probably hates it. <laughs> uh, no, she definitely hates it. So does my missus. <laughs> but um, but I, so I looked at my phone and who's messaged me? John, the pastor. Joe, Joe's Joe, <laughs> um, jo John's messaged me saying, Simon, can you come and have a look at another job? And I was like, it's right. just mental after speaking about that, that, 
he's the next guy that messages. Right. So I went down to his house and I had a look at a wee job. It was only, it was, oh, it was a job, but I didn't really want to do it, to be honest. It was all like <laughs> sanding down and different bits and pieces. But um, I had a look at it and I was like, listen, I was like, God's told me that I'm not to ask for, I right. said, I'm not to ask for money. Can I'm not to hang? He's like, if you want to give me something, you can give me something. And he, um, so I ended up saying, right, we're going to leave the, left the house. And then on the Saturdays, text me and said, listen, Sarah, I've actually managed to sand, sand some of this down myself. Um, and he's like, but listen, he's like, I want to send you something over mm. for, for just, for just coming out and that. Right. And I was like, no, no, I'm not wanting any of that. And I was laughing because I was talking to him about other idols that have been, things that I've been idolizing when I was at his house. And the fact that like, I don't know if I mentioned, did I mention last week on the podcast about the clothes? Maybe. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> you, you just never shut up. But um, I, so I mentioned. I think so the, you did. I think. I, so the other week, um, I think I mentioned the thing with the clothes and how, how I was going to get rid of all my clothes. And then because I didn't want to be walking about with brands and I'm just trying to get rid of all these idols again. But anyway, so I was mentioning it to him and I was talking about the trainers that I was going to get, but that was the only thing I was a bit worried about is because I, I thought if you have a pair of trainers, some of the trainers are like pre-mark and stuff like that. Like they don't look the best as in the worldly sensey right. things. Um, so, so anyway, I so, so he said he wanted, to, he wanted to send me some money over and he did. So he ended up sending me like more than what I would have even charged for the job yeah. for doing this. And I was like, wow. I was like, and he, and he actually had, he actually cracked a wee joke. He was like, guys, like, you can buy yourself a pair of, a pair of <laughs> pre-mark then, yeah. a pair of sliders or something yeah. like that. I was laughing. But um, so I'd, I'd went away and I was like, that, that's unbelievable, Ken. Just when you put your trust in God, mm. um, that he, that he, like he provides, you know what I mean? Yeah. I never asked for him. Yeah. I never even had to do the job and he provided. But then, I went to church and I was like, that's Ken, this is going to be brilliant. Told my girlfriend and all that as well. Um, she's like, wow, that's amazing, Ken, quite encouraging. Um, and then I went to church and I'm sitting down in church and I'm like, where am I to sit, Lord? Ken, I've been asking him what I'm to do, where I'm to go and like just for direction every step of the way just now. But um, when I went in church, oh, I suddenly God, I went, I went, the minister came in and he was talking about, right, now is going to be the time for your tithe. You can go do your tithe. So I was like, right, well, I'm going to go and put my tithe. I'm going to go pay my tithe. And right away, I heard the voice. And I said, he went, put everything away. He was like, it wasn't your money. Mm -hmm. And it was like, it's like, I gave you, I gifted you this. And I was like, oh, but I thought this was like a gift for me. Really? But he's telled me. So I'm like, right, well, I need to do that then. Ken, you didn't have to understand something. If God tells you to do yeah. it, you just need to do it. So anyway, I went away and I put the whole wacky money in the tithe. And then I've left church sort of thinking, right, well, what am I going to say to my girlfriend in this situation? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I've just told her I'm going to pay these bills. We're going to cover this. We're going to do different stuff. And within 20 minutes of being in my house, um, I got a phone call and, some, and someone said to me, check your bank. And they put the exact money that I put <laughs> into the type back in my account. Like, no. it's just, it's just unbelievable. So no, I just wanted to ridiculous. say, it, it's really encouraging. It's, for me, especially, I mean, you don't you don't go away, you don't give all I'm going to give, and then suddenly I'm going to get all these no. these gifts. But it just it does show you it's like that when you put your trust in them, he provides for you. Yeah. And um, I so I just thought I'd share that. Aye, totally. What, what about yourself? Yeah. And and exciting. Similar along the same lines. Uh, so I'd, I'd just been working a lot, covering I'd covered a shift and stuff like that. So I think I'd been at my work for around about a hundred hours that week. Um, and I, I remember thinking like there's only 168 hours in a week so Aye. I'm only left with 68 hours outside of work that week and then I'm trying to do, like edit the podcast and do the podcast 
do wee groups with the church and attend church and then make time for Amanda and yeah. and then read my own Bible and have my own and have energy times. to do any of them. Aye, exactly. <laughs> so I was pretty burned out. Uh, and then even on even when I was away for work, I'm I was trying to take young people to to the to the church and stuff, which has been obviously an amazing encouragement and a massive blessing. But I was just tired. And I remember praying, I was praying to God just saying, I'm knackered. Like I'm super wiped. I just need some time with myself and just to switch off can just be 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 tired. Um anyway I was moaning. <laughs> I was moaning him on the train coming home and, and I I felt a bit guilty for it, but because I, like, I know that God's saying this is stuff that needs to be done. You need to be doing stuff. But yep. um so I, anyway I was just just feeling a wee bit burned out and stuff. And then I'd I'd managed to take well um one of the girls came from my work to church. Um, that's all <laughs> As you probably only hear it though. <laughs> uh, Daniel. Ah, he's going to be here about 5.30. So what he said? I'm not going to get there in time, mate. Buses will arrive about 5.30, so just bash on. Fair enough. Aye. He'll get it when he gets here. Do you know what I mean? Aye. He can get me back down the road anyway. That's what I've got. <laughs> well, I might go for a bus rise after. Aye. Oh, that's right. Yeah. See, this is where the idolizing starts again. I'm just saying, anchoring. <laughs> but I did. I just, I just had a pizza, big packet of crisps, and that galaxy. Mm-hmm. Although I missed that. We better crack on with this. Though. <laughs> uh, anyway, so I was just feeling super burned out and stuff, and then on Sunday, um, amazingly, actually, it was one of the girls that came along to your testimony the last yeah, week. Yeah, yeah, um, and she. She was the least enthusiastic coming out of church. She Poor was. Of death. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody she was wants saying, to come to my testimony. She was saying that Simon. Eh? Nah, eh. No, I just she just was was she doesn't give she keeps her cards quite close to her chest. She's no that she's not that forthcoming with uh, with her. Feel super encouraged right now. <laughs> uh, I, I tell you though that uh, one of the lads that came last week said that you were the nicest guy he thinks he's ever met. Aye. Wow. <laughs> but what was even more uh what was even funnier about it was it was just when when she'd been in um spoons at the foot of the walk. So you you literally only came over and said, like, all right, I'm Simon, and then and you left to go. I think he was trying to tell you to be a bit nicer. <laughs> it's like he's the nicest guy I've ever met. I wish you were like that, Joe. Maybe oh, that's super nice. Maybe, but it was nice. Um and speaking of, uh Simon never believes me when I tell him this, but almost everybody who speaks to me about the podcast says, Simon's got a great voice. Uh, Simon's got a great voice for the podcast. And and my colleague Ryan, and I also need to speak about Ryan quickly. <laughs> Is, uh, so even Ryan was saying you got a good voice yeah. in that. So there you go. Um, Can't wait to hear your voice, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I on speaking of Ryan quickly, uh, I think on one of the other podcasts, um, I mentioned that Ryan was a theology professor at Aberdeen. He wasn't. He studied theology <laughs> and he was a PT. Uh, he he taught like personal training. Aye, at aye. Aberdeen University. Right, so there we go. <laughs> so that's that. Uh, where was that? So I, so the girl who was least enthusiastic the week before, um, well, just didn't say very much uh, about it. So she was the one I was least expecting to come back, and yeah. she was the only one that came back um, on Sunday. So that was really good. Um, and I, so there was a few things. So 
it was just after the last podcast where we were speaking about all this holiness and, and how we should be striving towards that. And every single part of that is true. I was struggling a wee bit because I'd slipped up. I'd had a couple of slip ups. So I had a couple of days there where I was just feeling exhausted, feeling burned out. And I'd kind of fallen um, a wee bit. <laughs> I'd, uh, I'd slipped up a wee bit. So I was kind of beating myself up. And rightfully so. I think there's a rightful sorrow um, that you should feel when you when you sin and when you disobey God. I think he lets you feel this so that you remember how it feels so that you won't do it again. Um, so I was kind of beating myself up for a, for a couple of days there. So then when Sunday came, um, this pastor... Uh, Charlotte Chapel. He was preaching about uh, Christians who um, struggle in in their sin and 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 not feeling forgiven and all this kind of stuff. Um, and it was a really good sermon. And then after it, just as he was wrapping up, he said, "If anybody wants to speak to me at the end, I'm just going to be at the front and stuff." And uh, so I was like, oh, "I'll do that then." So I went and it was funny though because the girl that had came had to get a train in like 15 minutes. And I was like, I'm just going to go and speak to this pastor. And Amanda was like, don't, don't go speak to the pastor. I was like, honestly, I'll be really quick. I've only got to be five minutes. She was like, Joe, you always say you're going to be five minutes. And then you start speaking to somebody and then you're chatting for half an hour. Uh, and I was like, well, that won't happen this time. Promise. And I went away and spoke to the pastor uh, and we had a really good conversation and I was speaking to him about uh, slipping up and how I was really struggling and I told him the reason I'm struggling so much is because I know that we can overcome sin I know that we can yep. become holy I know that we can attain that on this earth in this lifetime in this body that's why it was so painful is because I know that we can attain this in this lifetime um, and I was just telling him where I was at and how I was feeling and he, he was he didn't he done a good job at kind of comforting his, uh, like he showed me um, when Peter is sitting with the Gentiles and he's 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 saying one thing and then he's doing another and so Paul ends up opposing him to his face and in front of people and it was comforting because it was after it was after the Pentecost so it was after the Holy Spirit had been poured out and and it was just comforting so I took that and that was something there and and then I'd had a conversation with my dad the next day and that kind of helped so I do think we need to strive towards holiness but we also need to it's not that what we do that gets salvation. Still working this out. Work out our own our own salvation with fear and trembling. It's uh, aye, still still a lot to think about. I mean, me and Sai, we literally were speaking for about an hour before we even started this podcast. We could have had this. we could have had a <laughs> really 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 it. good podcast aye. for you, but no, um, you've got this now. Nah, you've got that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyway, so I got chatting to this pastor for ages, right? And uh, and of course, Amanda then comes running through with this girl and she's like joe it's 42 or something and the train's at 46 we've got like four minutes to get to the train station or or she's gonna miss her train and i was like all right well i gotta go so we start running to haymarket and uh she's like i, I told you you always do this you always take ages when you, you get speaking to someday i said well where were you what you, you did? Just <laughs> waiting to catch me out. Or, or you could have just came along way earlier and says, it's time to go for the train. Um, but she did take some sort of responsibility for it. And I took my part, so <laughs> we're both to blame. Anyway, we ran for the train, missed the train, obviously. Um, so this poor girl had to wait around for an hour. So we ended up going for a walk and stuff. But it was nice because when we were in Haymarket Station, the, um, there's a guy that works there who weeks ago me and amanda had started chatting to um really nice guy and we were just chatting to him about 
his job and about our jobs and life and and then we told him that we just come for for church and stuff and he was like oh well um, and we started chatting about church and god and all this kind of stuff and uh he's a nice guy and we just blithered and then so when i saw him the other day whilst we were in haymarket station he was going i know you and i was i i, I we spoke before and he ends up coming give me a big cuddle i was like oh man that's nice so the guy <laughs> good is a big hug um and i was like oh, it's nice to see you man and we, we started chatting and then I got uh, I got the girl on the train and I went back and spoke to him again. Um, and then he he was just saying, he slipped his a little money bag for like the bank. Um, he slipped his one of this and it had like a £20 note in it. And that's what it looked like. It looked like a wee bag with like £20 note in it, maybe like 40 quid or something. And uh, I was like, oh man, that's really nice. But um, just you keep it. You know what I mean? I don't, need, I don't need it, man. And he's like, no, 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 it's for all the hard work that you do for the church and stuff and i was like honest man there's you don't need to give me it. he was like no, no i want you to have it i want you to take your your girlfriend out and and go for go for some food or something and then i was like nah nah, nah. i'll tell you what i'll do if you if you insist on giving me it, i'll get it to the church and he goes no get yourself something to eat first and give the rest to the church and i was like all right man i will do so thanked him for it told told him god bless and i left and once i got out of sight i just looked to see how much was in the bag and it was a hundred pound and i was like that's so nice but it was and I'm going to get to the church, <laughs> but I uh, got myself a new pair of Primark sliders. <laughs> um, but it was just so nice because I'd just been moaning on the train about feeling burned out. And it was just that wee bit of encouragement I needed where he's saying, this is for all the work that you've I been think, doing. And it's just so nice. I think it's unbelievable as well, though. Like, see see the, through the whole this whole journey, it's like, I'm forgetting that I only, like, I only gave my life to the Lord on the 2nd of, the 2nd of February. Mm. And well, that's that's when he spoke to me when I was in my room, um, and my life changed then. But I would say, I would say it was it was like two weeks later when I I proper repented, um, and I felt that big that big change, the big the big mm. lift and the shift and uh, of all the weight and the burdens that I'd been carrying and stuff like that. And then to get baptized, baptized, and it's like every time it's 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 only been a couple of months. And it feels like it's been about 10 years, but all the way through this, there's been so many things um, that have either happened to me or happened to Joe. And it's just been like confirmation. What's the chance of the first week like that we ever got given like a gift for a gift for God? I see it says God's gift. Do you know what I mean? God's God's doing it. But like on the same week, it's like, Ken, and it's like, it's just, it's just, and it was I don't the exact. Really, I, I don't know, really you didn't know what to take. It, but it was the exact same amount. That it was you'd exact been given, same, the exact same amount of money as well. <laughs> the exact same amount of money. It's ridiculous. And it's. I, I just think there's no there's no coincidence in these things. And it's like yeah. I just it's overwhelming to think how none of us are are worthy. We're all we're all unworthy. No, well, we all fall short. No. Let's let's put let's put it that way. And but it was always his plan for us for us to be saved and when we're on that when we're on that line of talking about like things that come so last week there was a lot of different stuff that was spoken about the the importance of, of remaining in christ and when we remain in him we have mm. all these these things and we have authority over different stuff and and it was quite it's quite a lot to take in quite a lot for me because now i'm totally like if if i'm if i feel like i'm going to do something and it's like conscious consciously going to sin it's i i don't I can't do it. It's like, I'm not, before, I, it's like, it was so much easier before, no. before knowing, do you know what I mean? But now yeah. I know, now I know I'm on the right path, but it's, 
what I wanted to say this. So this is another. So so yesterday it was like proverbs here that sort of brought us to this this way and that this sort of way of thinking and understanding mm. and having the revelation where I can actually read the Bible and understand what it's saying. But when I was reading, so I went back to Proverbs through the week. So it's just to share some of the things that come. So you think, oh, well, I'm giving up. What am I giving up? And and once you, once you have the realization of Christ, you realize you're not giving up everything. You're gaining absolutely everything. Mm. You're, the, the, all this, it's almost like when you're looking about the world and you're looking about places and sitting and having pubs and that, you you feel a real compassion for for people because if you're not if you've not met Christ, it's like it says the like the foolish will shame the wise, the wise of this this earth. It's like there's nothing matters if you're not in Christ, if you're not saved. There's mm-hmm. it's all for nothing. You can you, I mean when you, you don't take nothing with you, you can sit and accumulate all the wealth. You can do you can you can have the biggest house in the world. You can you can have been out and parted, have a hundred friends. You don't take nothing with you. Can you? You came here with nothing, and you'll not take nothing with you. But what God does give you is all these amazing gifts. Um, and when you're in Christ, it says, "My son, do not forget my teaching." This is Proverbs three. It says, "My son, do not forget my teachings, but keep my commands in your heart, for they will prolong your life for many years and bring you peace and prosperity." So it's in you're keeping His commandments. Look mm. what you're getting. He's prolonging your life. Um, let love and faithfulness never leave you bind them around your neck write them on the tablet of your heart then you will win favour and good name in sight of God and man it's like trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understandings in all your ways submit to him and he will make your path straight no. it's like do not be wise in your own eyes fear the Lord and shun evil this will bring health to your body and nourishment to your bones honour the Lord with your wealth with first fruits of all your crops and your barns will be filled to overflowing and your vats will brim over with new wine. It's just like, it, it goes on. There's so, there's so much like we, you think, I think the biggest trick is that the devil plays sometimes is making you think what you're like, what you're having to sacrifice mm. yeah. to, to have, to be put in Christ first, to be in Christ. But it's once you come to the realization of none of that's even real it's like it's just an illusion and and a distraction of what of what god god wants from you and he wants this relationship this amazing relationship and for and and he made us in his image for his like for his glory so we can have this relationship with him he wants the time you're praying and and it's like if it says if you're going to be filled with anything then be filled with the spirit the spirit is this ultimate high mm. that you receive and did he get it wrong sometimes when you're when when you go so high when you're when you're so high and you have moments where the where the devil the devil tries to trip like he plays with your head a bit makes you makes you con- contemplate things you've said questioning yourself and there's so, so so you do have moments like when you're going when you're back down there and you're really you're really confused and stuff but then the cut, cutting the long story short, once you, once you say no, do you know what I I refuse this. I I you you give it no authority and you you get stuck back into the word. No, and you look. So this is a, this is something else that we're doing on um. So in the master, the master life course thing that we're doing. Um, I think we sort of mentioned a couple of bits and bobs in it about this last week, but so this week we're going to a point where you write a prayer, um, a prayer journal. And so in this, 
if you, you'll write something down, um, a, a prayer that you might you you want to see, you want to see answered, healing in someone, someone coming to Christ, whatever it may be. And then if any scriptures that you find, you put a date down, then any scriptures that you find that sort of sort of go along the lines of what what it is you're asking for, you can write that down. And then you're actually just waiting because you're because you're waiting on the that your prayers to be answered. So the other day I was I was sort of walking about town and I was just I was I was wondering what I'm to do. I know God said I was to get out in town um and Get out, I was in my dad's in my dad's car and I just I was I was planning on going to R for seat. That was my thought, but then I felt God saying you to get out here anyway. So I got I jumped out um next to the new St. James Centre on Princess Street. And I didn't really know what I was doing, but I, I went away and I got a coffee. And I was like, I'm just going to sort of wait for a bit of direction. So I sat down and had my coffee and I started speaking to uh um to an Irish guy and he was like, What are you doing? Normally it's sort of I sort of wait, and if someone says to me, how are you getting on? I sort of then, I'm like, oh, aye, aye, brilliant, um, brilliant. This is how my life's changed, Ken. And I just no. sort of like put it on someone because I think it's important when you're out to, you don't know, even if you get rejected, even if some, I mean, the guy himself sort of just went, all right, Ken, as soon as I started mentioning mm. God, he was like, all right, very nice, Ken. No. Turned away. But you just never know what, I mean, it's not for us to even understand what can come for something, but if you don't do it, you're never going to yeah. know. Do you know what I mean? So, so I done that, and then I I ended up grabbing my coffee and I started walking toward, uh, heading along the road towards Arthur's seat. And all of a sudden, um, I got a phone call from a guy that I was speaking to at the bus stop a couple of weeks ago. Um, I was just I was just standing at the bus stop and waiting to go to my Friday meeting, and this guy said, this guy, this guy said to me, he's like, oh, he's like, I can feel the energy from you. He's like, um. He's like, there's something different, Ken. He's like, I feel like God's with you. So it was, it was just, it was, it was overwhelming to be honest. And I ended up speaking to the guy, blaring away to him, got his number, and I've been trying to get in contact with him since that day, trying to get right. him to come along to church. I mean, the guy says that he was a, uh, he's been a Christian himself for 20, 24 years, but sort of, I don't know, I can't say what's been going on in his life, but. He said that he's been through a few things in his life. And um, so this guy gave me a phone yesterday anyway, and he was blaring away. So I had a nice conversation with him on the phone, and I just thought, okay, it was nice. He said he was actually at Dummy Dykes, which wasn't too far where I was. So I was basically hinting towards, do you want to meet up? But um, he said that he had a couple of things to sort out. So I was like, right, okay, that's fine. And I start walking along um, towards like the Abbey Hill, Abbey Hill side. And, I, and there's loads of coaches parked on the left-hand side. And... I felt God saying, you're about to share, you're about to witness here, right? And I just felt, and it was like, so I'm looking at the bus driver thinking, oh, well, he's standing outside the bus. It's obviously mm. going to be this guy here. And as as I went to go and speak to him, I've seen a guy standing over on the other side of the park. Now, this guy's got a big beard and stuff like that, um, an older guy. And I seen him looking at me and I went, all right, mate. And he went, sigh. He was like, how are you doing? And it turned out it was my old neighbor. <laughs> So he was out walking his dog and stuff like this. And then, so I was away. I was just telling him about how my, how my life's changed. Um, obviously he's seen his, like he was my neighbor for a bit. He's seen, seen me getting chased with police in my street, lifted parties in no. my house, everything. And, but I really, really liked the guy. He was a really, really nice guy. Um, and I used to sometimes go up to his house because he liked a couple of beers and stuff as well. And I would go up to his house and just kind of get, mm. get a chat with him and stuff. But anyway, I had a chance to, 
to witness to him. And I thought it was really, really nice. Ken got his number. We're going to meet up for coffees and stuff. But then, so after that, I'd been sort of overwhelmed. It's like he just puts the right people and gives you a bit of yeah. calmness when you're walking about. But after that, I ended up walking down to our first seat. And when I was doing there, this is where he showed me, um, he showed me something and it was like, I was sitting looking at Arthur Seat at how amazing and wonderful it is. And the just it was just beautiful. It was a lovely day, blue skies. And I was just thinking, wow, this is amazing. And thinking, wow, how many other mountains are Arthur Seat's actually such a small hill? It's only 800 and something feet. But do you know, there's like how many other mountains there are in Scotland and all around the world and mm. the Grand Canyon? Just everything was sort of going through my head. And I was thinking, right, well, and then I started reading my my Bible and I was reading Genesis for the beginning. And it was like he was showing it showing me how he made the world in six days and on the seventh day rested, but like brought it from nothing to all these just perfect, everything was just perfect. Do you know what I mean? Brought life into it, uh, green trees, sea, land, air, and separated everything. And it was just like, so I was just sitting there and I was thinking and I was, I've, there's been a few things that have been on my mind and I've been praying about and stuff like, but sometimes I think when you're praying, it's like, yeah, you, you go with good intentions, but you're half-heartedly praying because sometimes you're, well, for, I'm saying you, but for me, it's like I'm praying, but they're not necessarily believing what I'm praying and like believing that I'm going to see the result, the results of this prayer. Like God, it says, so in, in Luke, he say, he turned around and says, I tell you, and you shall, uh, I tell you, ask and you shall receive. Seek and you shall find. Knock and the door shall be opened to you. For everyone who asks, receive. And every, and everyone who seeks, finds. And to everyone who knocks, the door will be opened. Which of your fathers, if your son asked for a fish, would give him a snake instead? Or if he asked for an egg, would give him a scorpion? So if you, even though you are evil, still know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will the heavenly father give the Holy spirit to those who ask him. Hmm. And it just, it just got me thinking that, so the things that were, the things that we're praying for, like there's such small things in comparison to him making the whole heavens and the earth in six days. So we need to really be thinking and believing what he's no. like. Have, we talk about faith, but we need to have faith that these things that we're asking for are going to be answered. So what, so what we've done is when this is in the master life book where we're working through just now, and um, there's a prayer diary. So on the day when we when we're when we're praying for something, we're writing down what we're praying for, jotting down the date. If any verses or anything come into mind to give you comfort and like stuff about this, then we're writing that down as well. But then we're writing another. There's another blank space there that says when my prayers are answered, and it's just. I can't wait to be filling out all these things when prayers are getting answered and if, it, if it's for his will and for his for his glory. And I believe that this is going to be a living testimony now because when we're asking for these prayers, you can see, and when you're down, you're like, oh, no feeling so good today. But then boom, look at this prayer. Look at the things God answered. Look how good he is. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And I just thought it was something to share. And I think it's no. something that's good, especially if you're a Christian, to start doing it if you're not already doing it, is start writing down things and believing the, mm. the, the things that we're asking for are going to be answered. Yeah, definitely, man. Am I? You talk about him making the world in six days and how he can do whatever he wants. It's with that verse where he says, you're praying, cast the mountain into the sea, you know, this kind of stuff. And Absolutely. You see what he did with the Red, with the Red Sea, with the with the Israelites coming out of Egypt yeah. and all that, like, and he, he does it. He's a god of miracles. Yeah. He's he, a god he of miracles. It. Aye. Yeah. It's, uh, it's mental. <laughs> <laughs> 
speaking about Barber again the other day, and he's uh, speaking just before I went out for dinner and that, he was, uh, was chatting to him again. Like, I've spoke to him the last time I went in. Um, it's good. Like, I remember thinking the first time I'd spoke to him about Jesus and stopping drinking and doing all these kind of things, he was he was interested. Like, kind of, there was just something about him that I could just feel, Ken, he was, yeah. he was into it. So I went back in the other day and uh, I was just got chatting again and he was like, I still off the drink and stuff. I was like, aye. And he was like, still, still going to church and that. I was like, aye, man. And I was saying, uh, I was just talking about it and he was like, what church do you go to again and stuff? I mentioned a few that we go to. Um, and then I was like, if you ever want to come along, like, it'd be good. Again, good to, good if you want to come along. He was like, I've been thinking about it actually. And I was like, oh, superb. So I need to pray for him. See. Seems like a good guy. Encouraging because you just when you're walking in Christ again, it's like it's not it's not for us to we're never going to save anybody, but we can plant these seeds and with hope and confidence that God's going to do make change change in their life. The smallest thing you just never know what you're saying. Um, So that so the other day this this came to me as well, and I've I've really been I've so so after everything I've been saying last week about the the importance. um, the importance of remaining in the vine and the importance of Christ being the centre of your life, the importance of putting him first, the importance of everything else. Um, I'm understanding that myself and I'm understanding the importance of making sure you've got that special, t- that time every day that you're you're spending time with the master, with Christ. And But it's been speaking, so I know that I'm really on a, in a good place. Like I'm, I feel really, really confident with that. But the next thing for me now is that I've I've sort of feel really really convicted. I was reading a I was reading a scripture the other day, and and it's basically it was for, I think it's from Proverbs twenty four. I'm not I'm not exactly sure what it is, but the just the the gist of it is to me was that if you don't share, like if you're seeing people that are. If you're seeing people that are struggling or you're seeing or you've got friends that aren't Christians and it's for me, I feel like every, one day every knee will bow down and every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord and King and Saviour and he will come back. He is coming back. They're, 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 the day is nobody knows the time, no one knows the day, no one knows the hour, but he is coming back. And I'm thinking where I am in my life is thinking what could have I done more for people that don't know the sincerity of this and don't, I mean, people, a lot of people are going to reject and a lot of people are going to say, ah, you're off your nut again, what's going on? But then if they say that, shall be it. It's when when we're standing there on judgment day and I and I like and it's like the way I'm thinking about it is that if we're all standing and I'm standing next to all my mates and Jesus comes back and I'm standing there and they're like, Well, oh well, that was right. Why didn't you tell me? Why didn't you why didn't you try your best to reach me? Why didn't you why did you give up on me? Why did you and then there's a way about going about it. And um, because we need we need to be we need to be smart and we need to make sure we're praying that the Holy Spirit is working through us so that we're able to, to reach these people. But I really feel conviction for, because it says God's going, we're going to have to be answerable to God also for the things that we don't do and that we didn't do. Do you know what I mean? If we're mm-hmm. in a situation where we've got a chance to save someone and bring them to Christ and we don't take that situation, we don't use that situation, then 
what what are we doing? It's like it's how selfish because we're worrying about what someone might think of us. Is everybody going to be talking about us because about uh, because this guy just keeps going on about God all the time? And where I'm now is that I really my heart's crying out for people because I don't want to look someone in the eye and say to them, I never done enough for you. Ken, I never tried for you. Ken, and it's something that the Lord's really really putting on my heart just now. So aye, so I'm going to be praying over the next week about being able to be used um and to really reach people, to give me to give me the strength in Christ, which I know I have. So really what I'm praying for is that really what I'm looking to do is protect my mind against the mm-hmm. attacks of the enemy. Because when we're Christians, we know what to do. And sometimes I think when we're not doing what we know we're called to do, then we need to ask, well, why are we not doing that? Why is, why are we in this state? And yeah. a lot of the time it's the deception of the enemy and I'm making you feel like you're, that you're, you're not good enough to do it and 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 it's it makes you think about your self-image and how you're going to appear to someone else i mean jesus died on the cross to save me so i can be saved so the least i can do is is give up my this worldly way my humility and how i am to try and bring people to the lord yeah so that's i think where i am where i am this week anyway no it's like that quote that ryan shared with me the other week there uh, J.C. Dio, the highest form of selfishness is the man who's content to go to heaven alone. Yeah. So true. Aye. We've, like, there's just no excuse for every opportunity that God shows you to evangelize, do it. Yep. Like, um, I think, in fact, something that's really, really good, um, it's, so it's test a testimony. So I know we've been talking about this for the last the last couple of weeks, this Andy Flute um He's coming in, it's a power of testimony night. He's coming in, he's going to share his, his wonderful testimony. Um, I wasn't at the last one, actually. I, sh- I really, do you know, again, I, I wasn't putting Christ first and I wasn't in a good place. And it's like, there's never a good time to, when, when you're blinded, it's like, it never feels like there's a good time to come to Christ. You literally need to make that step. And it's like, it's like, um, what pastor said the other day, it's like, you're in a car, you're, the car's sitting there, it's doing nothing. You need to put the key in and start it. And once it starts, everything starts working and everything comes together, but you need to make that initial step. And this guy, Andy Flute's talking about how, um, how, God's came and transformed his life from being, I mean, he was a, he was a boxer that's been fighting with the likes of Joe Calzaki, different people. I had a wee flick through his book the other day, seeing photos of him standing with all these other boxers, I'm sure Tyson, all these other people. So, and if God can change a guy, like a guy like myself or a guy like, a guy like him, do you know what I mean? He can change anybody. There's nobody that's, oh, too big to change, for God to change your life. You've never done, if you're at a point in your life where you want to come to Christ, He's sitting there with open arms waiting on you. There's a better life out there for you. This isn't as good as it gets. It's not just living for the weekend, living for the moment, living for living for your next paycheck, living for anything like waiting on an inheritance, waiting for your mortgage to be paid off. There's a life, an eternal life there for you. And there's a life that's full of happiness, joy, abundance, ab- abundance, love. It's just, it's overwhelming. And like we say, it is a roller coaster at times because you're living in this world that's so so corrupt and so so filthy and so sinful but god gives you the ability to get through it and there's no comparison to thinking about 
the fulfillment and how how happy you feel when you're filled with the Holy Spirit to sitting there waking up on a on a Sunday morning after being out for two days and absolutely hating yourself and not having money to go away and buy food because you spent speaking, it all on drink. I was speaking to someone actually earlier today and she was like, oh, and she's, I don't know her exact age, but she's in her 30s, I think. Got kids and all this kind of stuff. And she was like, oh, I can't wait. Going to try and go to Ibiza this year and that. And I'm like, really? <laughs> uh, Just the idea, like the idea that used to sound good to me. Like, oh, imagine going to a festival, imagine doing this, doing that. And now I can't even get any worse. Like, you're like, you're 30 or you and, and she was even saying stuff like, oh, but there's 18 to like 35 clubs and that. So I wouldn't feel like out of place. And I'm like, really? I would. Uh, <laughs> Like you're gonna be jumping about with a bunch of eighteen year olds and that swedgered at the it, in the face and that. <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy because you can't until you come in. See, see one shirt. So it's like wait, wait before you come to Christ. It's like your. <laughs> it's like your inside. It's like your inside a bubble or an egg or something along the lines of this, and. Or like like a bubble, you're just that's the best way to say it. You're like in a bubble and everything, your perception of reality is isn't what's real. You're uh, nothing nothing is real. Like and you you can think of it you don't have to be a Christian to sort sort of understand this when, when you're well, saying matrix. it. It's <laughs> like, yeah, it's like what is your purpose here? What what is your life about? Is there? It does any of it make sense? Do you know what I mean? Without without Christ, because our our our, our eternity in heaven is where there is no pain, there is no there is no there is no sin, there is no hate. It's all love, and it's like this isn't what we're what our purpose is. Our purpose is to get through this, to get to the next to the next place. And when you come out of the, the bubble that you, that we've been living in and just, you, you realize when, when you're ready to accept how unhappy you are and you come out of this bubble and you're in the next world, you see everything and you see, you find, you just find an overwhelming love. It's like, and even in, even in the church, it's like you find divisions are broken down. Like you're, you can sit and have a conversation with someone that's 60 year old or 80 year old or 15 year old. And it's like, you, you've just all got this one thing in common and, and it's Jesus. No, no. <laughs> it's Jesus. Totally. So see the day it's been, a, it's been a mad, a mad day for it. I say this every week. It's been a mad week, mad week, but it really has. It's been, um, I'd no idea what we're both of us no idea what we're gonna say. Um the day Daniel's Daniel's no not came um to do it, no point in the finger, Daniel. But it's like and sometimes things things just get thrown at you. But I really believe that something will hit someone that was something that we've said will hit someone or it's or it's for someone out there. And this is why we continue to do the things that we do when we're a Christian is the, with the hope that something reaches someone out there no. that needs it. Definitely. And it's you, you probably see that in when we're having these, ever, through the duration of the podcast, you can probably see, so like we're saying, this journey has been a Christian, so it goes up and down, up and mm. down, up and down. But you're you're always getting better. You're always you're always you're always wanting to inspiring to get to a better place. No. 
if that's the right word. But you'll even see, like, I so like through the podcast, it's different every week. It's went to one thing, then suddenly we get a revelation. It's like brrr, 101 things. Then next week, you're sitting thinking about what you said last week. And, no, I'm thinking that the day I must sound as a bit as deflated as a bust football man. But <laughs> this is this is what's real, and this is the ah, importance no, of it. This is how it is. But I was actually just thinking there when you're talking about asking you, and it will be given to you in that right, and and even about how like just run down I was feeling the other day, and then the encouragement of the, of the lad at the train station. Yeah, I'm just thinking there. Like even whilst you've been chatting there, I'm just thinking. Like I'm, I've got a headache today and stuff, and I'm no, I'm obviously no, at a hundred percent. But I was just thinking there, like I'm thinking about this week, and I'm thinking I'm shattered, and all, I, all I'm thinking about is how I'm feeling right now. And Aye. actually, my week's been amazing. I've actually had a really good week, even Aye. though there's been feeling run down and that with the encouragement of the guy at the train station speaking to my barber there. Um, I was just thinking of them all. I was sitting last night with, with the young folks at work watching The Chosen. I, I was watching it with a girl yeah. and then two more guys came down and we're sitting watching The Chosen and we're chatting again about Jesus and stuff. Do you know what we should probably be doing? We should probably write down I know, the all blessings the good things. Mate, I know, because, there's I know. This, because there's that many, you go out and literally three things are happening on the way yeah. home. I know, And totally. it's like, Ken, but we should probably start writing them down <laughs> because I feel it. the enemy attacks us. Every, see, every time we've went to do this podcast, every week. I got engaged I, on my, it was my birthday and then go. I got engaged. There you go. Oh man, so, praise the uh, Lord. I know, totally. Um, but there's been so many things happening. And then even... You have to, Thank you, God, for showing us that you have to mention that. It's a total blessing. And it's another miracle. It's another miracle in of itself. I never, ever thought I was going to commit to somebody. Um, if you were asking me if I thought I was going to be getting married anytime soon, three months ago, I'd have told you to bolt. There's no chance because yeah. the idea of me settling with one girl and taking myself off the market for every other girl in the world, that <laughs> sounds like hell to me three months ago. But now I can see it for what it is. It's a total blessing. It's a miracle. And like the fact that, and again, when we're asking and you'll receive God's eternal and his concept of time, it's totally different. Wait, would you think a couple of months ago as well, yeah. you'd get a, uh, your girlfriend wasn't even, a hadn't Christian. even given her life that's to the what Lord. I was just about to say, that's what I was, that's what I was saying. I so like, this is the stuff we live for. <laughs> exactly. This is what it's all about. Exactly. This is the happiness that exactly. he gives us. So it's, it's, there's been so many, so many blessings this week that I'm, I know there's more because I was sitting thinking of them all and now I kind of think of them. But that's exactly it. It's like when you go to speak, sometimes your brain just shuts down and it's like... The enemy oh, nah, doesn't want the good yeah, news doesn't, getting out doesn't. Um, gone. But there's so many, there's so many good things to rejoice in. And even when you struggle to think of them, rejoice anyway. And so many good things yep. to be thankful for. Um, and even just the ability to meet up and fellowship and chat, have a podcast, go to church. All these things are incredible. Yeah. Um, it's a shame because I know Daniel would have probably mentioned the flat and went into a wee bit of detail there. Do you know if he's coming? Nah, he's not going back. Nah. <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> no, he's not going back. No, what like, did you what say? Did he say? What did you last say to him? Like, can, are you coming? Or? I went, he went, you said that for yesterday. I went, he went, I'm not going to get there in time, mate. Boss says I'll arrive for 530 so just bash on I went no worries mate see you soon alright aye so do you think he was saying just bash on as in I'm not coming aye 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 aye, aye. I'm just like that on. no worries mate see you soon <laughs> <laughs> I'm just what I jumped in the road <laughs> um, probably prayer. call it there eh? <laughs> uh, maybe a wee prayer maybe not the day uh, yeah no, pray today no. yeah 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 um, 
Aye, but aye. So what what I would say is, is if there's anybody else that's having one of those days where you're just feeling, redo the messages. Eh? <laughs> redo the messages. <laughs> have we not got messages that we never read it? There's a we've aye, we've got a couple. Let's do that in the next. <laughs> I'll actually gather them for the next. Gather one. them. Gather. Unless <laughs> if there's hundreds of them, maybe I'm gonna have mass gathering. <laughs> <laughs> Gather them because uh, uh, I'll sit and write them all. They flocked in I'll by the thousands, and I will gather them. I'll uh, I'll sit and write two, them all up tonight. Two messages. I'll write them and send them to the email address for different email addresses that I've made, <laughs> and then uh, read them all out. That cat's almost killed me. I know. I can hear you wheezing, um, Ronald Weasley. But, <laughs> but what I did want to say was um, because I know I know there's so many Christians out there that. I've maybe been Christians for a long time where the where it feels like the fire's kinda gone out and just come back. Just come back and and just don't waste any time. Like honestly, I like I've been I've been I felt fizzed out. I felt like I've gone a bit stale over the last few days and it's just just pick up the Bible and get back into it and the rest will come. It's just that initial step. It's just taking that wee step in. So Aye, a wee word of encouragement there is just just get back into the Bible and and just pray, um, because that's been really helpful for me over the last few days, um, and even just as we were saying towards the end there, just even on a day where you're feeling like you can't really focus on anything that's been that positive, just take time to reflect on all the blessings that have happened in your last week or your month or your year, um, and just just reflect on on the goodness of God because He is good all the time. Um, and on that note, I'll uh, I'll I'll pray. Dear Heavenly Father, just want to thank you for this day. Thank you for bringing us together to speak, Father. Thank you for giving us things to speak about. Thanks for giving us so many blessings in our lives, the things that we know about and the things that we don't. I want to thank you for salvation, for what you did on the cross, Father, and for your Holy Spirit. Thank you for the for the gift that you lead us. Thank you for the fact that you lead us, Father. Thank you that. You show us uh, through through God-given wisdom and discernment, Lord, the decisions and the choices that we should make, Father. I want to thank you that that you continue to work through us, Father, through miracles, Lord. I thank you for that you continue to to reveal yourself to us in so many different ways, Father. The same the same verse can speak in a thousand different ways to different people, Father. I just thank you for that, and I thank you for. Um, just the fact that you care about us enough to just speak to us, Lord, um, and let alone die for us, Father. Just so grateful for you. I'm so grateful for anyone listening, Lord. I just pray that you, you're you with us. Um, and I just thank you that you are with us. Um, and I pray that you continue to be with us, Lord. When we're suffering, that you're there suffering alongside us, Lord. And I just want to thank you. Um, again and again father you are amazing i pray as we go out in this next week that you would just continue to to show yourself to us your love um and create opportunities for us to share your word to others lord in Jesus' name amen amen all right cheers for listening guys (laughs) (laughs) they won't be back (laughs) seems like a bit of a downer but i don't think it is there's a lot of good stuff in there but uh, just a bit, <laughs> a bit flat just today. A bit down. Uh, I've got a pound and headache and size wheezing half to death. You need to get a wee inhaler for when you come into here. <laughs> oh, man.
Bye. All right. Cheers, guys. Bye, guys. <laughs> <laughs>